This is the Total Perspective Vortex. I'm Dragula. And I'm Christian. It's July 21st, 2020. And today, Christian, we're going to be talking about uh, something that came out last week. But with all the, the stuff we we're slated to do, I had to, we had we couldn't get to it to, to this week. But it's the uh, white culture, aspects and assumptions of whiteness, white culture in the United States. It's an infograph put mm. out by the National Museum of African American History. And I thought this was awesome. <laughs> uh, we well, had different reactions to this infographic yeah I think. well <laughs> i think for from different places uh like i, I mean we both right. think it's horrendous and and racist they were called out on twitter for this being racist which was which was a good thing so right. people reacted why i thought this was awesome is you generally don't get to see what critical race theorists actually think like what's in their uh, voluminous academic texts, texts, and they 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 hide this information, sort of like a priesthood, right? Right, right, right. I was so pretty it, sure you were going there. Yes, it's good that they're exposing themselves. Yeah, that they like felt this. so uh, emboldened. culturally emboldened, and mm. that they could, you know, they're because they're putting pulling out all the stops before Trump's elections, and they've that they would actually state out in an infograph that is accessible what they actually believe. Right. Right. So that, that was my reaction. Maybe you can go into your reaction why you're disgusted if I haven't already covered it. Let's let's <laughs> let's hear the hate, Christian. It, it, well, the hate. Uh, uh, they've they've done that uh, for me perfectly well. <laughs> it, it, it's it's uh, it's it's disgust. It's uh, the assumptions that they make about because they're saying it's white culture things i mean we'll go through the the individual items but to assume that that is a white thing is in and of itself racist against yes. the groups that they try to protect anyway so we'll we'll get into it but it's 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 disgusting well yeah go on i was just going to say well it, it that gets into the interweaving of these concepts and ideas and it really shows like you say like how they're um and i think this is raised with sort of coined by Sar Sargon Carl Benjamin in 2017 at least that's the earliest reference I can I can find for it but the idea that these people are just white supremacists with a guilty conscience because they're still tying they're tying in all this cultural stuff with race right right and we're gonna maybe we're, we're, we're gonna turn our, our critical eye on the critical theorists here and and sort of try and tear apart some of this and, and hopefully illuminate to people what my project's all about, how I'm supposed, I'm, I'm trying to get at like, what, what's, what's the good thing about culture? What's the, what's, what is the, the plus of religion? Like what is the generative power there? Um, so we, we don't fall into these, these, uh, nonsensical satanic. What? <laughs> <You can> say, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, where's the lie? Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the, these knots muddling things together. <clears throat> and we'll talk about like just the underlying uh, excess, the vice, like and the, 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 the vice of communism, the vice of the vice that exists beyond the virtue of, of compassion, right? That, that they've fallen into here. And we will we'll see how that manifests. Okay. So one thing I, I, I tweeted out, um, 
a response where someone had, had posted, oh, like the, the National Museum of African American History is not actually sorry for the, for the whiteness infographic. Like, cause they took it down after this, the backlash happened. They took it down, but they never apologized or anything, which is, which is key because they realized the, the mistake from the, the progressives on the left is like, uh, that, that they realized they did is like, oh shit, we told people too quickly, uh, what we believe. Right. This is this is this is too much for them. Right. This is, this is too much for the normies. We can't actually tell them what we believe, and that's the fundamental deception behind communism. And that is is that there is in in it this this critical race theorists and and the woke is they are fundamentally deceptive people, and you see it in their practices. Right. In Antifa, they want everyone to dress in black. Like just from the street protests is a good example of this. The black bloc. They want everyone to dress in black. Uh, so they can just disappear back into the crowd after they throw their, their firework or their frozen water bottle or, or other, um, uh, disruptive behavior. They, they hit someone over the head with the lead pipe, disappear back into the crowd, right? Because everyone's right. going to be dressed the same. And this is the, the kind of environment, um, this, this cowardly environment that they, they, how they act. And you see it in all their behaviors, right? So that's why the word liberal has become so derogatory in North America because the, North Americans didn't really have a clear idea of what a liberal actually is. So you had liberal just sort of mean it meant left. So all these people were put in this basket of, of the liberals, right? And uh, the communists could hide there because uh, and, and, and shift what it actually meant to be liberal because there was a really fuzzy idea of, of what a liberal was. So again, I have this sort of argument of, of like, I envision it as, as this like flock of sheep and these, these slimy monsters move into the flock of sheep, start killing sheep and then like wearing the sheep, sheep skins. And then this is quite the, <laughs> the, the imagery. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and, and start pretend, like leading the herd and getting the herd to do things. Like is that, is that sort of deceptive parasitic nature? Uh, to this ideology and they because they know that if they actually told, told people hey this is what we're about this is what they believe people would reject it um, right. as as wrong right so they instead it, it they infiltrate uh groups and then they take advantage of of the virtue of compassion by saying um you know we're wretched to take us in it, it don't let the the mean people hurt us with their bad words right it's another way of looking at it. This let us be part of the part of the herd, part of the flock. Let's disappear, and we promise we won't cause any trouble. Really, until we're like at the heads of all your HR departments and creating our own departments of wokeness. But I, I'm I'm off on segues, Christian, because I uh, maybe I don't want to get into this white culture stuff so much. But here, let's here we go. So where are we starting with here? Um, could you read that first little gray section? Right. So white dominant culture or <laughs> whiteness, I'm already, I'm already reeling. This is like, I'm five words in. Um, I'll start again. White dominant culture or whiteness refers to the ways white people and their traditions, attitudes and, attitudes and ways of life have been normalized over time and are considered standard practices in the United States. And since white people still hold most of the institutional power in America, we have all internalized some aspects of white culture, including people of color. All right, cool. So even even 
um, people of color are racist against people of color, of right? So they, they're, they're, they're suffering from the sin of whiteness as well. Yes. Okay, so obviously there's something going else going on here than just skin pigmentation. Right off the you bat, think? yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and and we're gonna get back to because uh, remember that the the people who are in the excessive compassion, they're uh, the existential fear they're they're struggling against is fear of death, fear of sacrifice for what actualizing what what needs needs to actually come about, right? To actually actualize something good, and that's that that confront, confrontation with culture because they're they're coming they're they're not coming to the terms with the fact of uh that there needs to be sacrifice there needs to be that that culture is actually good that there are reasons why they have to give up their never never land and they see the good in sort of the never never land the sort of the native state and this is why they need the um the noble savage myth and this is okay. at and this is at the center of of sort of of communism and this idea is it of 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 this sort of ideology or this this vice um, is uh, that th- that culture is a force that is 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 holding us back, that is stopping the possibility, and we'll, we'd be better without culture. Now, Any, to, to anyone who's raised a child or has been around children being raised, are they better, you know, without being disciplined and just allowed to run around, or does a little culture, putting a little culture in them, help? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, it does help. Um, but that's, and yeah, intuitively this doesn't make sense, but it's what they want because they're seeing it, they see it from the perspective of the child. They see his culture as this oppressive right. force and they see it that that's holding back the natural progress of society. So first there's this idea that before culture, before, uh, heteronormative patriarchal culture, there's, there was this, this pursuing okay. natural. I, I just got I got like gross goosebumps. Sorry, what what did you say? <laughs> heteronormative, whatever, patriarchal yeah. culture, right? Right. There was this natural state where there was no property and people just got along. Everyone was peaceful. It's sort of like it's a Garden of Eden type state. You could you could argue right of, of naivety, no no apple of knowledge. So there's sort of like that sort of notion in Christianity too. Yeah, um, but it's. Maybe they Again, should bite that apple of knowledge. I don't know. Well, they hate the <laughs> they apple some of knowledge. knowledge. Right, right, they right. want to go. They want to go back into the Garden of Eden. Right. This is why it's interesting that they call themselves progressives, uh, because they are really anti-culture, and they believe that if we just smash the culture, decolonize our minds is a phrase they use now. But really, it's sort of like they're trying to bring us back to the natural state. Then everyone will be. Uh, like collective, everything will be good. Everything will be peace, uh, peaceful again. It's it's this, uh, it, and this is like the, what they think is like the natural progress of society is again this this sort of anti progress state where it's going yeah, to be. It, it it's because they see it as sort of inevitable, right? This is the key part of it. Like the, when they talk about progress, it's very different than the notion of progress that you and I have, where it's like it's something that has to be worked for. It has to be earned. Yep. Their notion of like. Like the whole reason of culture is because the whole reason we have culture is because the world is is in some sense life is suffering, right? The world has some sense out to get us or evil, and we have to every bit of goodness we have to sort of claw for and and get and and right. refine, right? Their perspective is is the complete opposite of that. That progress is is inevitable, and it's only all your struggling of building culture and and property and all that that's that's holding 
holding back the natural revolution of, wow. of progress of the society. And this is what you really have to understand why there's like a, a huge divergence morally here, right? And this is why they, there's the impossible utopia because they want to go back. The impossible utopia is in many ways, like it's it's the womb, it's the Garden of Eden, it's the it's this it's this environment, um, like the noble savage myth. It's it's this it's this environment where we'll all be taken care of and we'll all get along. We'll all be in the peace bed, John Lennon's peace bed, and 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 there will just be plenty because it will be provided for us. Like it, there's no notion of how that comes about, and this this is this is where they want to lead us. This is, uh, you know, the, they're. I'm not really um, strawmanning their their position. Or they may talk about, it. and I'm just talking mythologically wise. Like this is this is the underpinning, and this is the key thing: is that culture, our culture and society, is the toxic force that's holding us back from the natural pro- progress to this Garden of Eden. Right. And and then you'll see how if you keep that in mind, that moral framework. Um, in mind, then this the ideology makes sense and what they're fighting against. So, the first point is uh, rugged individualism. So, rugged individualism, uh, Christian, you were uh, upset at me yesterday when I was talking about individualism as a as a political ideology, which I I, I understand your your objection there. I was livid. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what do you think? I barely of it as, slept as, last night. <laughs> what, what do you I think? I disagreed of, with you. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of it as a, as as an identifying feature of whiteness? As an identity? Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to answer that question, but but uh, uh, um, so I don't think it's a uniquely white thing. Yeah, there obviously, you go. yeah. That's a, right? that's, a, that's a key thing. I was going to get you at. Jeez, but uh, it's also evidently <laughs> it's also in this theme of the the natural order. They want to they, they want to smash individualism to bring about progress, right? Right, and this is the the fundamental difference, right? Where I, I think you and I would argue that individual individualism is essential to develop of the development of any progress because that's where it it will come from is the first is we need strong resilient people to actually start building families building societies building countries Uh, you you can't uh individualism is at the core of that if you don't have good people then you you don't have a community And, and right their assumption is that if you just take away all the take away all the conditioning that's the good person right that's their the, right. the the noble savage will be the the good person, and and the the only way that good comes about is individuals taking responsibility for their small slice the, the, of of their lives, and and maybe a little bit of of society and, and and doing things. If you remove that individualism, suddenly we're we're this amorphous blob of society. Uh, between quotes, we're just a society, and nothing gets done. You need those strong individuals to yeah to, to to take to take charge of something and make it better which is very difficult which is very difficult but yeah. um but yeah you can't get away from that if you want progress so uh, family structure is the next one and this is like i i talk about the importance of the familial level because that's that's the level where compassion actually works the virtue of compassion actually works it's what the in the sense of the communists, what they want to do is abolish the family and extend it out to to everyone to have everyone treat everyone like family. 
So, of course, they, they're against the idea of the nuclear family, the father and the mother and the children. I, like, I always like how they talk about, like, they'll say, like, 2.3 children. And the reason they do that is it's dehumanizing. So they know, because if they just say that children are, um, people naturally have an affinity for children. If you just talk about, well, you're against children, that's people's arms go up. But if you're against, you're against 2.3 children, you're taking it into Ooh. the realm of the, of the abstract. Right. So, so is it's, that, it's, it's, is it's that more two palatable kids and one aborted in the first term or yeah. <laughs> the first trimester? No, okay. Yeah, but but that's um, but we we see how in the in in black communities, especially right now, the right. where the nuclear family has been successfully de uh, destroyed by the welfare state, right? Like, but to the right. tune of like seventy percent or something ridiculous like that, uh, young men replace that with with gangs. So the 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 family layer gets replaced by the gang layer. You have gang. You you end up with gangism, right? And that's that's becomes the replacement for the family where the 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 trust bonds are formed. And that's just not a good thing. Moving on, the next thing they attack is the the role of the husband and the the wife. The husband is the breadwinner, head of the household. Wife is the homemaker, subordinate to the husband. Again, this gets on to like I talk about the familial roles that it's you're really talking about two roles in the dialectic, right? The the masculine and the feminine. So this is an attack not on not just on the family, but on the concepts of masculinity and femininity. Right. And I, I remember uh, seeing recently a post by a recovered feminist, and she talked about how she rejected f feminism for femininity. And this is something that I think people should pay more attention to, that feminists are fundamentally anti-femininity. As much as they hate and they attack now masculinity, watch how they treat femininity or even they, they discuss femininity. Right. Ask them, like, you ask them to define a woman, try asking them to define femininity. I would like to see that conversation if I actually right. had the opportunity. I, I remember it striking me at some point and... Uh, uh there was uh, one of my friends, she said, uh, we were listening to uh, something about feminism and it, and it struck her. She's like, what's wrong with being a woman? And, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah. Um, and so that, yeah, so they will move on to the next one here. Em well, also, uh, yeah, yeah, so moving on. Um, and then children, children should have their own rooms. Um, I won't get it that in that but let's, let's move so on. There's white. so much, so much grave, so much, so much here. Again, it's sort of, that's the it's sort of attack on property ownership, sort of that, that concept. Science, emphasis on the scientific method. And again, this is, this is actually something that is shared by a lot of, um, post enlightenment materialist philosophies because of the, the, the abandonment in the West of the spiritual is that they start seeking the spiritual in other places and some of them will and will start attacking the scientific method at the same time. So you'll see in the left they'll often like sort of make appeals to science because they know the powers but power of science but it's a sinister game. It's a, it's an insincere game because fundamentally they don't want science. They don't want scientific people. That's part of the the patriarchy. That's part of that whole system that is um that the the decolonization that has to be taken away is the rejection of science. And and I'm sympathetic part of the, partly to that because again, it's, it's because of the, uh, I think it's the abandonment of the spiritual that has, uh, is, is partly motivated, partly motivated that sentiment. And we've talked in a previous episode about the, the role of science and how the power of science, the impact of, this, of the scientific method has, has changed the world. Um, 
but we we need to start looking at the way we we teach science uh but yeah let's move on well uh, to that one. They, oh, well, you have I, some comments yeah just 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 quick comments objective rational linear thinking cause and effect relationships these things are considered white this is when i read that that's one of the most racist things that i've like this is this is in line with uh, I'm sure the KKK has something very similar to say about mm. non-whites. I this this just blew my mind, blew my mind uh, at how racist it was to to the people that they uh, want to protect uh, or, or or well the they, other they act as though yeah. The other thing is that's really interesting about this is it all comes from a materialist ideology, right? Like Marxism and critical theory, postmodernism. It's uh, they're basically saying these things are for us and not for you, right? It's like the, it's the priestly class thing as well, because they're academics talking like um, talking about the dis. They're, they're, it's, it, there's a self disgust mechanism going on there, right? You, you mm. see what I'm getting at? Of uh, like you, we'll do the thinking for you. The ideal state is again it's like that garden of eden where you're being taken care of uh or uh, the noble savage like you these these are things that you shouldn't be concerning yourself with and because just just go back but this is the progress will be we won't need these things like it's it's it's, it's deceptive like that that creeping that creeping goo and that's taking the skin of one of the sheep right <laughs> it's just, right it's it's it's, it's intrinsically um uh, a distaste, a, a distasteful twist, like it's 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 self-loathing. Um, let's actually just do one more of these. I feel like there's so much here. I feel like we're probably gonna have to do a two-parter. We'll come back to this on Thursday, but let's do some so, some history here. History is based on northern northern European immigrants' experience in the United States, heavily focused on the British Empire. The Primacy of Western Greek, Roman, and Judeo-Christian traditions. <laughs> this is the thing: is like it's it's American-centric too, right? Because I right if you if you go to China or Japan, they don't teach history that way. <laughs> I, I I haven't been, but I suspect that that's true. <laughs> right? It's it's, it's a sort of this uh, absurd, and it, it and again, it's like the self-loathing, right? Uh, it's like like white people coming up why with why they they hate white people and it's because they hate white culture which they're often like the the defenders of right like many of these things come from the primacy of of Western Greek and Roman Judeo traditions. Well, it's like a lot of these people are coming from the humanities. It's it's right. your goddamn job. It's like a computer programmer complaining that there's too or like a web developer complaining that there's there's too much. Uh, JavaScript in society, like it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right, uh, right. It's 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 your perspective of of just the world you've chosen, the profession you've chosen is sort of like based around that. Um, right. Uh, I, the focus of the British Empire. The British Empire was very influential, and the British Empire, um, Empire abolished slavery. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I, I don't want. I don't want to say. It, it, we'll be. We'll be careful with 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 your with your welcome. But they were the they were the only culture that decided. Uh, and, yeah. And if you're interested, uh, you could look into uh, 
William Wilberforce. Uh, but yeah, they decided, hey, let's end this. Yeah, and now it, there's, and, and and no culture anywhere in in it didn't dawn on them, or maybe maybe there were a few little elements that said we should stop it. But this is it, it's so uniquely no, British. No powerful civilization. I don't think right. you would be hard hard pressed to find another um, civilization making such a bold, moral, virtuous stance that was against right. its economic interests ever right. in the history. Like it's just it was just, it's a it was a a sort of a, a breathtaking um, step for humanity forward, right. and it was it was because of the British Empire. And the colonialism, not despite it. Right. Right. Well, that's very nuanced. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if we're we're capable of that. (laughs) We've we've talked about impactful forces before, right? Where the things things that are massive and have big impacts, like the 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 meteor that hit the the dinosaurs, uh, the Earth, and ended the dinosaurs, have good and bad repercussions. And describing something huge movements like the British Empire or the Enlightenment as either good or bad is naive and foolish, right? Because they've they've had they've had huge impacts, impactful things touch everything for for better and for worse. And putting those kind of moral judgments on it is uh, is not it's not helpful. Um, yeah, so let's. Uh, I think this is a good place to wrap up today, and I think we'll we'll come back to this on Thursday. What do you say, Christian? Sounds good to me. All right. Play us out. Sure.